Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight, we're back to talk about the latest episode of Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. This week was episode eight. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there, my fellow survivors? Well, the world could use a few more bicycle repair shops, but other than that, it's doing pretty well, unless you're in a big city. Then it kind of sucks. I believe that. Well, before we break down this episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If the show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Dev, and he's Brad CB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the most recent articles as they're being posted. Like he said, there are so many different things that being that are being written over there, whether it's movies, books, TV shows. If you like it, we're probably writing about it. Definitely. Also, be sure to check out our facebook group for sci-fi's van helsing we've got a great bunch of people over there and we try to get in there on friday nights when the show's on just to chat it up i tweet but also try to drop by to discuss things with brad while we're on the page and other fans who are watching right we got something we're going to try to drop in there um today or tomorrow definitely definitely as soon as we have time it's one of those weeks you know, I almost need a vampire apocalypse to happen so I can free up some time. That's what I'm saying. That was my month. October was horrible. <laughs> well, maybe not the vampire apocalypse because they tend to take you out a lot more. Or the zombie. No, I don't. I don't think I want to work with Julius. I don't. Yeah, he seems like a good, powerful leader, but I don't think. I think he's not too good on his employees if they don't do things correctly. Oh, I'd follow him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I follow him before I follow Dimitri. This is very true. You'd go farther. You, know. you give Dimitri bad news, you're dead. You get your head squashed, and that's never, never good. Exactly. So, speaking of Facebook, speaking of Facebook, we have a regular visitor from the show in our Van Helsing group there. Julius's pal, Scab, played by actor Roland Pitlubney. He usually gives us some great bits of behind-the-scenes info. This week, he gave us a lowdown on Vanessa's wound from last week's episode and more. Here's what he had to say. Uh, He said, Happy Halloween from Scab. You're spot on, Court and Brad. The Julius Brood is very much Viking-like. Gustav, played by John DeSantis, is close to seven foot tall. He's the most fun on the set with his laughter echoing through the halls. A bit of interesting trivia here. The vampire tooth that was pulled from Vanessa was actually carved out of an almond. Yes, we are all nuts. I love that. How cool is that? Well, you know, it's a little bit easier to carve an almond. That's, did anybody eat the, the uh, tooth? That's the question. I would have. I, I want, that should be marketed now. It's vampire teeth, vampire but they're tooth. almonds. Mm, almonds. Yummy. <laughs> yes. That's really cool. He also gave a shout out to the show's stunt coordinator, Kamani Ray Smith. Uh, they worked with her a lot to get things just right for last week's episode with the different action scenes. And um, the thing he brought up of the Vikings, you know, when Julius was pumping everybody up, it felt very Viking-like to me. Very and so I posted a question on Twitter to the actor, to Alex, and um, that was uh, Roland responding. So that was awesome. I, I love the actors on the show and the, the, the rest and everybody behind the scenes. They're very receptive to the fans and they're happy to answer questions without spoiling things. I just wanted to know what uh, Julian was saying when he was pumping them up. 
Ooh, that's a good question. I, I asked. I never. I got a like from it. I didn't get an answer to it. So there we go. Uh, yeah, we should uh, ask Roland. Today is a good day to die, or something like that. No, probably. If you don't, you don't come back. If you don't have Vanessa, that's the that was the answer right there. Basically, but they came back and they were like, "We need more people." He's like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah. Like I swear, I thought he was going to say, "We don't need more people." I'm going in. Because Julius is a badass. Yes, he is. Very much so. But let's go ahead and get on to this episode. What's this one called? Okay. This episode is season one, episode eight, Little Thing. It wasn't such a little thing. No. This episode was directed by Jason Priestley. That's right. Brandon Walsh himself has arrived in the apocalypse. Yay. <laughs> That's for all the 80s and 90s babies. But Brad knows who he is, too. I do. <laughs> Things take a turn between the group and John as they find a new temporary safe haven. They make a new friend who has quite the impact from the start. See what I did there? I do. Boom. Very much. <laughs> we finally see exactly what Rebecca is up to, and she and a girl, you are in danger. Run, go find your brother. Then there's Mohammed, who's kicking ass and taking names with his new machete. Yes. I don't really think Shima has a chance to run anywhere. She's kind of, she's got a bed. She's got a pet bird and apples. apples. And if she runs, she becomes a vessel. You don't want to become a vessel because if you fail at a vessel, you become meat. Well, also, if you fail at whatever Rebecca wants you to do, you become a vessel. So you run at the earliest opportunity, but when you run, you make sure you don't get caught. Yeah, you don't want to become pregnant with a vampire baby. So that's what that is? That, that's what The experiments that and they're making vampire babies. Yes. That's what the uh, Dr. Creepy said there. Yeah. I mean, but he, I had the feeling that Rebecca at some point wants to carry a baby. Right. That's that's kind of what I was taking too. She just, yeah. you know, couldn't do it herself without a bite. But now she's kind of looking towards either that or she's making her own brood to take over everything. So I'm so curious as to how this works scientifically, and I wish we could get Neil for that part. Um, So they're being artificially intimidated, clearly, Mm -hmm. but with vampire sperm, human sperm is like what? How? Where is the vampire interlaced with the human part of it? Well, I believe that they would kind of use something with the blood or whatever. I don't know. Are they? Are they? getting somebody who's already pregnant and then injecting the blood into the fetus at that point in time. I'm not really sure where we're at, how they're doing that part. I'm curious. I really want to know because that seems like. And I'm very curious if one of Vanessa's turned vampires could possibly get, well, you know. Well, you know what happens if they come out with a half vampire, half human uh, creation, right? What? They're going to grow up and look like Wesley Snipes. Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. He, he was badass. I would like him in the vampire apocalypse also. I'm telling you, he was doing Like He'd be on my team. He, he, Who did you say you didn't want on your team? Oh, no, we were talking about something else. <laughs> no, I would take him on my team. Definitely. Definitely. Uh-huh. So this week's episode was amazing. Well, the, uh, the yeah. No, go ahead. Well, the crew finally got out of Seattle. Did you catch out what the back of the sign said before they turned off to get gas or do whatever? No. The back of the sign said, Seattle's gone to hell. You're next. Turn around. (laughs) 
Which pretty much. Well, yeah, they can't leave town. They can't leave without Muhammad. Right. Well, well, they had to leave town. They got out of town. But I was kind of curious why Muhammad's like, you're going the wrong way. What? They're going out of town. Or was he just going, you're going the wrong way because you're not coming to pick me up? That's what I thought. They had no idea who he was, that he had anything to do with it. So I see now this is the point. We never got the answer to who was killing off who in the hospital. Uh huh. And when Doc was out doing her business and John became a peeping John, mm-hmm. I, you, you look back at it and he was sneaking up on her. He was going to, I almost think he was going to take her out. You still, are you I in a boat know. that John is the one who was killing people? I don't know. It was too easy. Why do, why do you say it was too easy? Okay, so they catch him with Susan and he's being a total rapist. Right. Because that's where he was going with that. And he deserved getting knocked out by Vanessa, but then they find all that stuff on him. Like, it's too easy. Who would have put... Are you saying Sam put it there, then? Sam is I, the I, one... I love Sam, but I kind of don't trust Sam. Sam's the I, one who I always wait together. for the other shoe to drop. On Sam? Yeah, I I don't know. He was the one that went and got his bag. Why would he set him up? But, I don't know. And if that's the case, he's John... From the get-go, like Axel says, he's been trying to kill John off. The th- he's been trying to kill Axel off the entire time. He sided with Brendan. He switches teams as he switches teams. True story. And you know if he would have stayed outside the cage, he wouldn't have killed anybody for a while because everybody that did it's inside the cage. Yeah. He never liked anybody in the hospital anyhow. And then why did he take, you know, he's he's there, he gets busted, and then he threatens to kill Susan. I'm just saying, I I wasn't sad to see him go. Oh, I wasn't at that point either. Like, as soon as he started pushing up on Susan and she was saying no, and he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, he's gone. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think at that point that we'd resolve the killer storyline with him. Like, it just felt too easy. I almost think I almost wanted to be Doc or somebody. Well, it's still just because I don't want it to be that easy. But on the other hand, while we can stand lose him, I don't want to lose any of the other characters because I really enjoy their characters. No, I'm really liking them. I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah. everybody else is really growing good. Yeah, I, I was kind like of, even the new guy. Like the new guy is interesting. Like, we got rid of John, and we got this other new dude who has grenades and G- dynamite. Gorum, yeah, Gorum, Gorum, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <I, laughs> He was just, I was dying with him. I mean, he's just like, yep, we're going to go ahead and blow this up right here. That's, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I can open the door. And I love the fact he's opening the door with, like, dynamite. It doesn't tell anybody, right? He just whips it out and t- starts it on fire and goes, here you go, we're done. And everyone's like, oh, shit, run away. Yeah, their faces were perfect. And then when it didn't go off. He throws a grenade because, you know, <laughs> I got another like one. And it just does. That's not going to invite everybody in the local area to the explosions that are happening. Well, I, nobody really showed up. He is kind of interesting. So I'm, I almost, I, I like the idea of the crazy Gorham with too much things to blow up versus annoying John. I'm, you know, we'll see how that works out. Did you catch when Sam was spray painting at the gas station? Mm-hmm. I was kind of curious what he was doing, but then we find out that he did leave a note for Muhammad. Yeah. Ex- I completely missed that. I 
Well, yeah, I didn't. You couldn't see it when he was doing it because he didn't. But you, yeah. you found out when Muhammad was showed up, and we hear the bells, and he decides to take a right right before the sign. Of course, <laughs> and, and go investigate the bells. I'm just putting this out there, like everybody else did. If you hear bells in the apocalypse, might not be a good idea to go towards them. Mm, this is true, but you're Muhammad and you have a machete. And he is pretty badass with that machete, too, because he did take out those two vampires. He had the gun. Yes, he is. Yeah, I like he took out the one when he was riding a bike with the gun, but yeah, it was great. But Yeah, although I did yell at him a lot when he started walking towards the uh, vampires. So, like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah, come on, dude. Really? You don't want to do that. But he did, and he was awesome. I, I, I'm just ready at this point for him to hook back up with the group. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to drag that out. Has- I like the fact that our main group met up with the guy from the resistance, Gorham. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll meet up with him again soon. And I'm thinking we're going to see the group meet up with Chima. Right. And she's going to have a choice to make. I don't- Either betray her brother and his friends or uh, her new possibly easier life. I don't, I don't know if we're going to meet up with Shima for a while. I just think we're going to see this other plot line go for a long time. But which part with the the vessels? Yeah, with Shiva and Rebecca because they're in the city. These guys are right. They're in the, the city, city, but Rebecca has said that she wants Shima's help with getting the resistance or getting to the resistance, and that's my thought. On that's why she needs her. Okay, I could see right? that. Right? Yeah. Because otherwise, what she what she what can she do for Rebecca besides them being all flirty with weird chemistry? True. Not much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when do you think that's going to happen? I don't know, but we don't have that many episodes left in the season. We're on episode eight now. There's always next season. You can always set it up. This is true. Always set it up. So we get to the base mm-hmm. where Axel was from at one point. Everybody's abandoned. There's exploding mines all over the place. Doc finds her sister's office, mm-hmm. which apparently creeped her out because there's animal cages everywhere. She's mm-hmm. like, I didn't see this, which always made me wonder, how did she get the animals to be quiet when they were on Skype? Maybe they came in later? <laughs> Could be. I don't... It was just one of those things that I went... I have a hard time getting the dogs to shut up when I'm recording sometimes, let alone like crazy primates or whatever they're using. Or I, she had them trained really well, or she had them drugged. It could be a lot of different things. True. They had a farm, so... That's interesting. What is the farm? That's where they also found a Vanessa's file, which was empty. And mm-hmm. That's where they also found out about the farm. Yeah, they were keeping track of Vanessa at the hospital where she was making those donations. Mm-hmm. So they knew. Of course they knew about it already. Um, we knew that from when Doc talked to her sister in the right. first place. Right. So speaking of Gorham, he knocked down the, they can't get out, so they're locked downstairs. Mm-hmm. Because he does stuff like that. But. Oh, yeah, and then they wanted, they asked Axel if he was going to set up booby traps there. I thought that was cool. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I got to have stuff to do, man. Come on. He can't booby trap everything. He was putting the moves on Doc a little bit this episode, too. Oh, he's been doing that since the beginning. It was a lot more, you know, when they're all, this is what cracked me up. We we find the abandoned, uh, the farm, which is abandoned. There's no one in it. And we find food. We find beer. We crack into the beer. We don't even look at the rest of the area. Because <laughs> there's beer. I yeah. Let's try to let's make sure there's nothing going to kill us down here. 
which is kind of what Axel was doing. He was looking. He found a quarantine area, but he didn't walk into it, mm-hmm. which kind of says that he knows enough not to walk into the quarantine area. So eventually we're going to have to get into that area, and I wonder what we're going to find. Or you think we're going to find vampires in there? I honestly have no idea, unless they find a safe room where Doc's sister's been hiding all this time. It makes you wonder where they're at, why no one else was down here in the farm. Yeah. It seems like a very, you know, it's a secure place. Why not be down there until somebody blows your door open? But I guess maybe things happen way too fast for anybody to get there. It was on like base. The, they knew. Yeah, it was on the base, but the people who were already there, like, Maybe they want to go find their families. It's been what two years already? Uh, yeah, three. Yeah, two, uh, three years. So yeah, yeah, okay. I guess they could have left and said we'll come back later. But they did have alcohol and beer, and they all start getting drunk. And Axel finds oh, that Doc, was awesome. Yeah, Axel finds Doc a pillow, <laughs> a pillow and fruit cocktail. Yeah, and wants to give it to her, and she has no interest in his fruit cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> that was harsh. Just a little bit. Sam got drunk and started singing, which was the best thing ever. So what was he singing? It sounded familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint. It was the song that was at the end of the episode in the credits. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, I don't know what the name of the song is. It's an old song. I no idea, but that's what it was. I'll, I'll find it and I'll post it on the Facebook page. Okay, you do that. And then we got the John. John's been killed. Uh, the only other Did you expect that? John being killed? Well, John being an ass and then getting murdered well, because... John, well, not murdered. Taken out. John's always been an ass, so it's nothing different. But an assy rapist. Yeah, that was a little bit more. I'm like, dude, you wife just died like three days ago. I'm, but I, yeah, how I thought many, you were mourning her. Clearly that, that not. That wasn't that long. Maybe a week or two or three. It wasn't that long ago that they all showed up there. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, I guess he he done too much, and there was too much enmity in the group that he couldn't really stay, no matter what. Right. Because he couldn't be trusted when you really boiled it down. Well, no, he couldn't. He'd always turn on you, and he always questioned everything. It was, you know, even when they went there, they were like, what is it? You know, he's questioning Axel on I'm like, dude, come on. You don't have any other better ideas. I just think the apocalypse got to him, and he finally cracked, like, after his wife died. But well, again, that, and he was was he drunk? Not that that's an excuse. That's oh, he, never. Oh, an excuse. he was drunk when he was making the moves on Susan. Yes, yes, yeah. he was. Very much so, because they were all drunk, and that's why they were doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Man. And see, then we go back to the whole question: Was that actually his wife that Axel killed? Yeah, I believe that. Okay. Because I didn't really think we had anybody left from that group originally. Besides Sam. Well, yeah, Sam was there and Muhammad was there. Yeah, but just those two. Yeah, everybody else is gone. And that's where we ended with. Yeah, every time the show ends, it ends with like an exclamation point And I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? Let me watch that part again. Mm-hmm. And then I got to wait till next week. Damn. Yeah, I need to know about the quarantine room. What's up with that? Come on. Right. And eventually, you know, they're they're going to come looking for him again. I guess, I'm, how do they pick up the scent and figure out where they're at? I don't know, but nobody has, uh, hey. since it smells like Rebecca, they better hope she See, never gets on their tail. That's why, that's why Rebecca has Shima, because she's going to get Shima to go out and do stuff so she can figure out where it is. Just hmm. like before. 
when she tracked down, when she had Shima working with the uh, resistance and she took them all out. That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. See, and when she took Shima to the room with all the vessels, I didn't know what to expect. Initially, I thought somebody was screaming because it was her old group, somebody in her old group being tortured. Right. And yeah, that wasn't it. There's always screaming in the show. Always screaming. Whenever As there you should a, be. Yeah, whenever you're with the vampires, screaming in the background. But it did show her, you know, here's your options. You can sleep in a nice bed. You can get some apples. You can have a pet bird. Or you can come over here and be totally horrible, and this is how you can live your life. What's left of it for the next couple minutes? What do you go with? Run. Yeah, to run. At least go with Rebecca for that moment in time until you figure out how to get out of there, I guess. I can see Rebecca it. skeeves me out. Yeah. <laughs> She is a little on the creepy side. She's got her own agenda, so I guess we'll figure out what that is here, too. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where everybody falls in the line. We know Dimitri's doing his whole thing, and he has his sister. Mm-hmm. Julius just wants to take everything over with his dudes right. and his mom. Yes, mama. And Rebecca wants a baby. Or all the babies. All the and babies. she has a farm. She has her own farm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. She will take them all out. Eventually, that's her end game. Take over the world. I think that's everybody's end game. Take over the world. No, nah, I think I think Dimitri just wants to chill and drink blood. Nah, he's got to rule it all. Then I, I'm waiting for the point where we find out about vampires in other areas because Dimitri's just not ruling the whole the whole entire world. No, um, mostly some, just Seattle or Washington. Right. There's going to be some other vampires out there who are just as old as he is and have their own power base and stuff like that. They just don't move around as much. Oh, that'll be definitely interesting, you see, mm-hmm. once the group gets into new territory. Yes. Looking for Dylan. Um, Yeah, looking for Dylan. So let me actually bring that back up really quick. Mohammed found, when he killed off the two vampires, there was the pilot hanging from this parachute in the tree that the vampires were I trying to get to. I saw that. So they were still trying to get to it, which means he wasn't, he was still kind of fresh-ish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Enough for them to want to get to him, because if not, if he would have been dry, he, they wouldn't have ate him, I'm thinking. So yeah. how long has that pilot been there? That was, I, we it never got a, have been long. We ne- yeah, we never got a look, but that means that if he hasn't been there that long, you know, it hasn't been three years. Let's just go with that. Then yeah. there's planes somewhere else that are able to fly around or something. I, I mean, it makes sense that there are pockets of civilization where the world didn't quite fall as much. Mm-hmm. Like they're just behind the lines where uh, the enemy, the vampires have taken over completely. And maybe in other parts, they were able to defend themselves a little better. Right. I guess what well, was more of that world to find out. I mean, it'll come out eventually. Yes, I can take a couple of seasons, yes, like five of them. Very much so. Kudos on Muhammad for taking the parachute and making a little uh, hammock up in the trees where no one can grab you. He's very resourceful that That's way. That's the way you do. If you're ever in a zombie apocalypse or the vampire apocalypse, do not sleep on the ground. It's bad for your health. Get That's you a little, pro tip number 534. Yes, get you a little hammock up there in the trees. It'll work out better for you. It'll be comfy. It's like you're sleeping on a cloud anyhow. So you got anything else? No, that's it. I'm just anxious to see where the show goes now. Right. Like what happens next. 
If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Like Brad said, check out the site. We've got recaps, articles, and a bunch of interviews that we've done posted over there. Um, I'm also covering Lucifer and Fox's new series, Pitch and Timeless. We're going to be working on Incorporated when that premieres at the end of this month. So that's going to be awesome. And we're putting together a uh, kind of series uh, or season one wrap up for the other show on Sci-Fi. Candle Cove. Candle Cove. Do you remember Candle Cove? I do remember Candle Cove and it's been pretty amazing and creepy. Very much so. Yes. So make sure you check that out. We actually got some um, goodies from uh, the people behind uh, Candle Cove. And uh, we were really happy with that and excited for the show and where it goes for the next season. Yes, most definitely. Also, we recently just put out a post, too, we did with another fellow writer, Megan, and we covered the Black Monk House in England. That creeped me out. And if you're into some poltergeisty goodness, let me tell you, that's the one to listen to. Really good there. Uh, just check that out. We have one coming up that we're going to do in December mm-hmm. with her as well. We may just make these every other month thing. We're going to cover the Mothman because it's and that's the, creepy. It is the forty. This this year will be the forty ninth anniversary of the um, Silver Bridge incident in West Point, West Virginia. There, I have been there twice. It's going to be fun. So we're looking you, forward to it. It creeps me out every time you post those pictures. Yeah. Post the pictures of the statue. It looks nothing like the Mothman. Yeah. It still creeps me out. Yeah, I can tell my horror story about that last year. I actually was going to do an article about that last year, and I started writing it up, and I swear the Mothman was against me because I lost it three times and I gave up on it. Uh, is that when your computer died? Well, yeah, and I lost the article, and I didn't do it, and I did another one, and I lost it again because it died one more time, and I did a third one, and something didn't save right, and I just said, screw it. I'm not doing it right now. Apparently, the Mothman does not want me to talk about the Mothman. That's okay. Nothing's going to stop us from talking about it next month. No, except, you know, the zombie apocalypse or vampire apocalypse. That that may stop us. This is true. Or or the election. Or the, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. Yeah, for sure. And um, until then, it, no means no. And make sure you have a bag of tricks like our boys Muhammad and Axel. Or Vanessa, she can take care of business. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.